Well, this is great. It's lovely to speak to Jason Beeler uh, because I love his work. I've loved his work and I love the new EP, which is a Taste of Fred album, which is coming out in April. EP's called Heathens. Do seek it out. And what it does have is no restrictions on it. The music goes all over the place. I, I think when we finished chatting, I, the, co the, the comment I made was that it, there's no velvet rope in any of your music. There's no, you can't go here. And I can't go there either. There's none of that. And it's a lovely, lovely and, and enervating and exciting EP. And do seek it out. Please do seek it out. So it was wonderful to sit down and speak to Mr. Beeler and uh, and the Baron von Bielski Orchestra. And this is how the conversation went. Well, I've not spoken to this gentleman for about two years or so. This is Jason Beeler and it's the it's the Baron with the Baron von Bielski Orchestra, no doubt, and, and and no less, yeah, who have just released well, it's a fantastic EP called Heathens. And we spoke a couple of years ago about your um, Songs for the Apocalypse. Have I got that right? Yeah, album. Yep. Um, yeah, and I love that. And I like this even more because there's so much in it. And it's it's just great to speak to you. How are you? Okay. You know, all things considered, I, I think I have nothing to complain about, right? Yeah, absolutely. And with this, with this great EP coming out, that must be even better. I presume people are loving it because I certainly am. Yeah, so far it's it's just starting to you know I just started sending it out to you know different you know different reviews and say and so far it's been really well received and that's better than the alternative I guess. <laughs> yes, just, <laughs> just a bit, absolutely. But but the thing is that it's you know because you've had a storied career in in, in the music business really you know you've done an awful lot and and quite a lot of that is around being in bands and you know you've got your own in a way you can do exactly what you want to do now i mean does that when when that was i presume it's a decision you made was that something that you thought all of the all the training wheels and everything else are off now and and there is nothing to stop me was that the way it felt i think towards the end of like saigon kick we were always a little bit more diverse than we probably should have been and it didn't help us very much at yeah. the time yeah um uh, but yeah i mean i, I think it's just i, I just pursue music now i just do things that interest me and i and i'm gonna go after that for better or for worse and the funny thing is i've been really lucky that the base of people that have kind of supported me they really will get pissed if i don't shock and surprise them like if i released a, like just a 10 song rock record i'd be crucified yeah like they'd be like you know oh see it's all like they want like i can't believe you did a polka into a thrash thing you know it's like that's kind of what people have grown to expect so i have the opposite problem of a lot of people where you feel like you have to live into this Lane, I think. Yeah, I mean, and it's interesting that you say that because I'm always delighted when people produce stuff that's that's of their own. And a lot of people say, "Well, we went out, and we produced a, you know, an album that was really of us." And then I listen to it and think, "Not though, is it?" You know, I can hear you. I can hear the demographics here and all of that. But um, this is just, I mean, it, it's all over the place in a fantastic way because there is nothing that is prohibited, and that's what I really like, but that takes real balls to do that. I, I, I mean, does, doesn't it? I mean, and, and does the business kind of, does that bother you at all? It, or a lack of brains. I mean, one, one, one or the other. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
You know, I mean, I, I think we live in a time right now where it's kind of, in a way, it's a curse and a blessing. You know, I mean, when we grew up, music was so genre specific and yep. you'd go to school and you'd sit either at the metal table or the new wave table <laughs> yes. and punk, and you didn't talk to anybody else it was just like that's the world you lived in yep and now it seems to me i hate to sound like an old guy going the young kids but young kids they don't care it's yep. like acdc rihanna skrillex metallica they just want good tunes so in a way that's kind of played into my favor because i've always been that way i've always liked music like that i, I never wanted to be like, people get mad at me when I start talking about Lizzo or Harry Styles. Like, I just like good tunes. I don't, yeah. you know, if you want to, don't come to me as your metalhead do or die guy. <laughs> I like great metal, but, you know, I'm not precious about anything. Yeah, and the thing is that, that you, you, you lose out if you if you prohibit things, don't you? So, when, as you say, you know, I, when I went to school, um, it, it, there was a, I was a, I was a metal fan. And also a kind of journey fan couldn't couldn't say that to anybody, and there was also you know the, the revitalization of Scar at the time. So you know I wanted to like that as well, but you couldn't do all those things together. So I had to I had to say I'm not I'm not a rock fan anymore because I want to be a Scar fan. But then I missed out with the you know I'd be a Scar fan at school, then I'd go home and listen to Asia, or you know or something like that. And um, it it just feels like. If you if you put barriers in, you miss so much. And me, great music is great music. It doesn't, and it's all and it's all progressive music if you're progressing with it. Exactly. I mean, that's that's the thing. I mean, especially now you start to learn, and I I, I don't think it's just an age thing, but I think you start to appreciate even with like Burt Bacharach. Oh yeah. You know, just passing away, you start hearing those songs again. Like, oh my! Like the guy. Like I, I remember being in the backseat of my parents' car. Yeah. Like going to the beach and hearing all these songs and. And they're so well crafted. And the funny thing is, like, I'm friends with a ton of different musicians from, you know, the progressive jazz scene into the heavy metal scene and everything in between. And when we all get together, I mean, it is literally about Neil Sedaka, Journey, Miles Davis. Yeah. No one is talking about, like, just, like, one thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and the thing is that what I'm, and I keep banging on about this over and over again, and I think it's happening, which I'm so pleased is that we're getting back to the kind of 70s singer-songwriter feel. You know, where there could be a, a, a load of eclectic music on one album, and and we didn't have to say, nobody had to say, and here's the overarching thing, because the overarching thing was that one name was on the title. So it didn't really matter. And stuff could, you know, if you listen to an Elton John album from the mid-70s, there's, there's so much stuff on there that will take you places and take you on a journey. Sometimes we don't journey once again. Sometimes we don't get that, the, the, you know. Uh, and and I'm really pleased that it's coming back, and it's certainly there in your music. Well, that's huge. I mean, that, but that's the same thing I loved. I mean, going back to the Bowie stuff or the Pink yeah. Floyd stuff. Or yeah. The, you know, you just never knew where those. You literally, like you said, really well. You know, you went on a journey. Like I kind of get bored. There's very few bands. I mean, I think that. And I respect that. I mean, I love ACDC. Hmm? But they've done that one thing better than anybody else, and it's always what you're going to get. Yeah. And there's... But that's brilliant, yeah. too. That doesn't yeah. mean that they're not any less... It's almost great that they know their lane. Yes. And no one does what they do better than that. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, but I, I love, you know, Life on Mars and Let's Dance by Bowie. And, and, and the last record was just like such an unbelievable thing. Like, it's so like, oh, I'm so pleased you said that, because there are people who will say... 
Well, no, you can't like that. You can't like Let's Dance because, you know, that that's that's different, Bowie. And you can't like, I don't know, Black Tie, White Noise because that's towards the end. Or you can't like Earthling because that's towards... Right. Well, I don't want to get in arguments about it, but it's all fantastic music. That's that's the key. I think that, like, the thing I think that the main point is that, and, it, and you touched on it earlier, is that if you're trying to do it, I think it comes across fake and insincere. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think Bowie, obviously, I mean, and, 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 and you can go down the list of artists that we all love. There's not that kind of forced, let me try to do something more classical at the moment. Like, it's like, I feel this is the inspiration, you know, whatever it was at the time. And I want to go dance. I want to go R&B. I want to go heavier. I want to go prog, whatever it is. Yeah. They just kind of went in that, that, that place. And... Yeah. And, and, and as you say, you, 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 you can hear when people are saying, I need to do this now. I think, I think, well, you know, I call it getting out the blueprint and saying, well, what's big at the moment? Let's just do a bit of that. I can hear it and I can hear it in the charts quite a lot. But, you know, earlier on, you mentioned Harry Styles. And the thing is that, you know, he's he's resolutely charted, but he didn't aim for that. And he's trying something different. And this is the way I mean, this is the funnel in that people say, let's get in the charts and then people will pick up on it. Whereas his work and a lot of other work that's really good is that people is that he makes it people pick up on it and then it gets in the charts. So it's right. it's a choice, isn't it? I suppose it's a choice about well, I'm going to make it and then people will, will, will put it in there because um, because it sounds like the charts or I'm going to make it. and Let's see if anybody picks up on it. That's brave as well. Yeah, I mean, well, fortunately, I don't have to worry about charts. Yes. <laughs> <so much. laughs> but. But I mean, I think that's you know, even if you say like you know, in the in the metal genre or whatever's happening, I mean, I think that's a, such a moving target. Yeah. That it's you know, by the time you that's happening, and then you try to make it, and I mean, you're ten steps behind, and and those things don't work, and you know, it, it, it's 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 the real deal always tends to work over time. Even you look at the you know, like we talked about the sugar. Yeah. I mean, now they're but you know, people talk about them now, and the band's been doing this for that thing for but now people go like this is like a religious experience seeing the sugar yes. you know it's like it's like this un and the cool thing is it's not just this metal thing it's like they're drawing in people that don't even really like metal yeah yeah which you wouldn't expect yeah it, but it's it's an ethos and a belief isn't it that's that's really important yeah. you know um so i mean I, I obviously i want to talk about he about heathens because it's sure it's it's a great great piece of work. And talking about taking you on a journey, you don't half give us some good postcards, and I re- I, I really want to be there with you. And it, you know, th- so that that just comes. I mean, it does it does sound like it, it it springs completely from you, and you just open yourself up, and whatever comes out comes out. Is that the way it works? It really does. I mean, when I write, it tends to come to me all in one piece in my head. Music. That's why I'm a terrible collaborator because. I'm trying to get it out. And people are like, you know, if we put a tambourine, I'm like, I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm horrible in that sense, but it, it, it's, it's so funny because we were just working on all the artwork and finishing up the record. And, and the art person I work with is brilliant. But when I uh, put it all together and I saw it all in one piece, I was like, this is almost like a concept record. Yeah. And I didn't even realize I was making, like, there's so many weird themes and lyrical stuff. My wife was threatening to leave me. Like, I don't know if I'm safe staying in this house anymore. Uh, but things I don't even realize I do until actually I had to, like, proof the lyrics. And I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty dark. Or that's yeah, maybe, you know, uh, so it kind of happens for me like that. And I'm just fortunate. Well, I mean, it, but it's, 
It's more than that. I mean, you know, and, and it's very modest of you to say that, but really it's a, it is a talent in itself to say, this can come out and I just, what I won't do is I won't put any boundaries on this. I won't say, that can't come out though. These things can, that can't. You know, to do that and to let go of that is a kind of purgative kind of thing, of, of course. But it's got a talent to say, well, I'll just allow this. It's just, you know, a lot of people can't key into their to their real talent and that's really important. I think that comes with age too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a little bit like at this point in my life, I think when you're in your 20s, you know, and maybe thirties, you're like so want to roll with the pack and are so concerned. You know, now I've gotten to this point in my life where I I love people. I, so I don't mean it disrespectfully. Yeah. But I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't care. I know for every interview that says this is great, someone else is going to say something like I should be boiled alive in my own ear. You know, it's always going to be counterbalanced. Yes. By something else. But as you get older, you start to realize, like you know, it's just part of the process, and so all I can control. Is making music I want to make, and and hopefully some of it connects. Yeah. Oh, I, well, it, it all connects with me. I mean, you know, and and um, this EP is is ahead of a new album. Is that right? Yeah, um, I sent you the link. You can check that out over time. But uh, oh yeah, uh, it's it's a fifteen song album. Yes. That's coming out April fourteenth. So again, at a time when no one has a attention span, I've decided to do a double vinyl record. When everyone else is like, don't do that. Just release like a couple singles. And, you know, do it. Uh, so I've kind of gone in the opposite direction like that. But uh, yeah, so the whole record will be out April 14th. Fantastic. And the thing is that it, that, that it does, you know, what, what I've tasted, you know, it really, as I say, takes, takes you to places. And one of the great things about it is that it seems quite musical theatre and quite vaudevillian, vaudevillian. So, you know, it seems like you're drawing the curtain back quite a lot. That's quite florid. And I really like that. You know, I, I really like the way that clashes with so much other stuff that's in there. Um, it's amazing you say that because this is the book I'm actually currently reading. Ah, that's no applause. Is, just, uh, fl- just throw money. Just yeah, it's, uh, the book that made Vaudeville fame. Uh, I was just reading about all that stuff and it, and it, and it was it was dawning on me because I do a lot of these shows with Jeff Scott Soto. Yeah. Uh, separate from this, which is we've been going back to this cabaret and I've always been talking about Vaudeville, Vaudeville. Yeah, and uh, it's so amazing that we've conditioned ourselves to go to see one show that does one thing for two hours. And when you look back at the you know, late 1800s and early 90s, both in the UK and the United States, it was all about a juggler, a musician, yes. a dog trick, a strong man, yep. uh, a beautiful woman, a comedian. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's what entertainment was. No one wanted to sit and see two hours of any of that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, so bringing that back to music, I mean, is it, it's, it's so funny you bring that up because that's exactly where my head's at. It's like, I'm going to try to bring that into what I do. Well, it's, it, it, it just kind of, it adds another sort of, um, another sort of patina, if you like, because, you know, it's behind the footlights and then you can get out, you know, in front of the footlights and all that, so you can destroy that fourth wall. But there are so many different kinds of musical theatre. There is a very florid musical theatre, but there's also a kind of, Weimar Cabaret, you know, Kurt Vile type feel, and there's some of that in there as well. So, you know, it, as you say, it's not just you're stuck at one thing. There's so much you can choose, and that you choose to do that or that that comes out of you is, um, well, I mean, I, I I love it because so few people do that. Well, th- I mean, that's like, you know, such a huge compliment from you, but, I mean, again, it goes back to the things I loved about, like, those Queen records. Yeah. 
the reason why those records still mean a lot to me is the things that meant a lot to me when I was 14 don't mean the same to me now. Sure. But I can still go back to those records and find new things that maybe were ahead of my time or I didn't get. Yeah. And those records are always going to be timeless because of that. Same thing we're talking about Bowie and same thing talking about, you know, you can go down the list of Beatles or whatever. Yeah. Like there's just things in the music that maybe you weren't ready for that. But that's what makes those records last forever is that every time you listen back, like every time I hear Freddie Mercury now, he's better than I remember him being. Yes. And I remember him being brilliant, but he's one of the few singers where I go like, wow, he's even better than I remembered yeah, last year. Absolutely. I mean, you know, there's, there, there was stuff on, on every album. I, you know, I grew up with Queen, they were my favourite band growing up when I was a kid and all of that. And I mean, my favourite Queen album is Hot Space, to be honest. I mean, I'd be in a minority of probably two, but you know, they tried a bit of disco, and there's and there's and they did it well. I I couldn't appreciate it at the time, but a few years later, I thought, well, Staying Power is just one of the best disco tracks I've ever heard, and the power of it. But things like, you know, in News of the World, you have the whole album, and then at the end, you have My Melancholy Blues, and that's just something entirely different. And the way they can do that without checking themselves is what you do as well so you know it 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 works for me so well that you don't you don't try to um you don't try to wrangle my attention or say i'm just going to lead you over here you just give it to me and say what can you make out of that which is great yeah that's awesome man. thank you so much well it, it really works for me and you know we were talking before about um you doing this on your own and having to kind of you know that must be so difficult that not to check yourself and say, is this right? I mean, how did that, was that really hard to do? I, I mean, I, I think you get to the point like where you, uh, I think with anything, you, whether you're writing a story, a journalist, you know what, you get to a point when you're working where you're like, this is horrible. Yeah. I, I, I've just, I've, and then you come back a couple days later and you're like, wait a minute, it's not horrible. It's, it's actually okay. Yeah. And then it goes back to being horrible. And then you come back a week later and like, wait, it's really good. And you go through that kind of yeah. questioning yourself thing. And um, it's kind of been neat, though, because I've worked with a lot of great musicians in yeah. a very unique way. And I think, uh, you know, on this record, I have uh, Marco Miniman, who plays with Guthrie Govan, the Aristocrats. Just Absolutely, yeah. A drummer that just makes you go like, why should other drummers even try? <laughs> yeah, yes. Try? It's just... Uh, and Todd Kearns from Slash's band and uh, a keyboard player named Rio Wakamoto who plays in Spock's Beard. Yeah. I've had all these different people kind of come in, but I haven't been with them when they've... And even on the last record, I had Clay Cook from the Zach Brown band and Bumblefoot. Yeah. All these different people participated. But it's been so cool because I, I realized, like, we were talking about collaborating. Like, when I'm in the studio with people, as they're developing their thing, the slightest bit of body language or, like throws the whole thing off. Right. You know I mean, like you, you can ruin somebody's whole, they're, they're, they're not there. They're just starting this arc. And if you leave them alone, sure. they're going to come up with something brilliant. And I know I've personally probably destroyed so much music by being there. <laughs> yeah. So letting these guys realize, fully realize what they want to send to me and see, and because they're great musicians, you're not going to get anything horrible. It's yeah. been really an eye opener for me about respecting other people's talents. And that and that's really interesting because that feeds into the kind of just let the just let your feelings come out and not not try and stamp on them or try and say I'll just move it over here, you know, just to say well this is what comes out as you say these are great performers uh, you know and time tested performers so it's bound to be something that I'm going to like but let's see how I like it and why I like it all of that 
And as you say, leaving people alone is just the hardest thing, isn't it? It is. Because, I mean, you feel partially like it's your children and you're, you're, you're setting them off to a ne'er-do-well babysitters. You know, they could <laughs> yes. just, 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 you're going to get terrible nanny cam footage later on what they've done to your baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, again, like with these guys, they're such my, I mean, I've been so lucky because across the records, uh, you know, I've had Benji from Skin Dread. Yeah. Like, I've given to so many different people and, and I, I have never, I've, at first, I was like, uh, Devin Townsend was on the last record. Yeah. And my first my first fear was like, I'm going to open this file up, and then I'm going to have to have a horrible conversation with somebody who's been so kind <laughs> about saying they would do it. You know, that was my head was just going into these weird spaces. Sure. Like, How do I tell Bumblefoot that's not what I was looking for? You know, or like, <laughs> yes. But, I mean, to a person, that's never happened. Because it, it is all in choosing greatness you know yeah. when, you, when you when you're yeah. around that kind of stuff um every time i've been surprised and blown away and just humbled by it, like, i would have never thought of that it's amazing you know like and i've been really lucky i'm sure it's coming at some point i'll have yeah. to have that conversation <laughs> yes well the thing is the, the great phrase there is you know i never would have thought of that so that's you know that's the great thing constantly being surprised by music is in a business world or, you know, even if you're not in the business, but in a musical world that that, that kind of conspires to make you jaded is something else. Keeping those eyes open and keeping the eyes wider and the naivety and the, and the love of it is another thing itself. I can hear that in the music really well. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the main thing is to keep a playfulness to it yeah. and, uh, and a realness to it. In a time when everything can be corrected and fixed and edited and, you know, we wanted to have this kind of, you know, like the great records I like, we talked about, you know, there's a, there's an energy to them and there's a, there's a thing going on and we wanted to make sure we kind of, as best we could keep that too. Yeah. Oh, and, and it really works. And, and it sounds kind of, um, it doesn't sound, it, it sounds not small, but really co not cozy. Is it the wrong word? But as if someone's talking to you, you know, the, 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 the EP sounds like someone's pulled a chair up next to you and said, listen to this. So it sounds really um, personal, which is, I don't know how you've done that, but it sounds like I'm just, I'm just listening to this now. There's nobody else here. It's just me. Someone's, someone's telling me, what, someone's playing some music to me, which I love, and no one else can hear it. It's great. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks for that. I mean, well, it, it's an ethos, isn't it? I suppose it's a... I, I think I need to call you every week for therapy <laughs> just to make sure I feel <laughs> but it. But it, it's, it, it's, it's a... It's a kind of, you know, what it, you know what it feels like? It feels like there is a kind of a set of uh, curtains, you know, that, that like in a, in a, in a, in a theatre where you pull the curtains and the sound's dampened and, and therefore, all you know, the sound comes to you because it's it's dampened and only you can hear that. It's just, it's just, and I can't wait, although I have heard the album only once, I can't wait to hear the album over and over again when it, when it's, when, you know, when it, when it comes out. You must be champing at the bit for that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I always tell everybody, like, the best part for me personally is, you know, in the studio, I finish something, I've heard it the first time when it's kind of all come together, yeah. and I hit that, and I'm like, wow, that's great. And then progressively after that, it does my head in, because, like, then I'm listening to variations, and sure. then, you know, you go off on these tangents of, like, what is, does this go here, and then I'm sending it off for mastering, and it comes back, and, yeah. you know, you lose all sense of perspective, uh, but... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the record. And, and I mean, look, to be at this point in my life, being able to do what I do um, and and have people enjoy it at all, it's just, you know, I don't want to get hokey, but it's just, you know, I, I feel like I'm a pretty rarefied air. There's much more success. I mean, I could always be Beyonce or Rihanna. 
yes, but, uh, yes. But you know, you know but it, I'm not it, working at Walmart. You know? No, and and this is your this is your own vision, and it's you know it's really important that that's which is what you've been talking the whole time. You know, it's about honesty and truth, and you know the cynical person would say, and oh, when you can when you can fake that, then you're you're really. But this is not that. This is about this is my truth, and everybody will have their own truth. But they'll they can make something out of this music for themselves because there's so much music in it, which is great. That's awesome to hear, and I really appreciate that. Well, it's and it's lovely to speak to you. Just just tell us what the album's called when it, when when, it, when it's finally it's out. Called Postcards from the Asylum. Beautiful, love it, love it, and and that and and the music that I've heard does kind of cover that. It does. You yes. know what it feels like? It feels like um. What's the what what's the what's the the play with um Jean Paul Sartre where the where the where the inmates do their you know do do their play for you? Right, right. Is it, it's Malasad, isn't it? It's I, like mean, that. I, I, I want people to feel like they're walking down a hall of a, an, an asylum. Yeah. And each room has something you know a different mental dysfunction going on. Yes. Um, and you just kind of walk by and you're hearing all these different like kind of stories and things going on. You know, and, and uh, at some point it, it kind of hopefully. You know, maybe you realize it's actually just one person having a major personality disorder. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I guess in that situation, you can you can stop where you feel you want to stop each time and spend some time there and then walk on if you want to. Exactly. Well, it's great. It's great. I'm looking forward to hearing it. And it's lovely to speak to you. The, the, I mean, you know, it, it, the EP is fabulous too. The album will surely be fabulous. And I love your work. And thank you so much for taking the time to chat. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, man. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you very much. Ta-da. Take care. Bye-bye. And that was Jason Beeler. Awesome talent. Very modest. Great to speak to him. The EP's out now. Do have a listen. When the album comes out in April, do take the trouble to seek it out. I really don't think you'll be disappointed. I certainly wasn't. And I'd like to hear from more people who like it. Let's form a little community, maybe. Now, there's a thing. Ta-ta.